Coming up in this episode of the KitCast, one controller to rule them all. Straighten that spine, and is that a button or a camera? Find out. So sit back and relax. It's time for the KitCast. Hey everybody, it is time for the KitCast, the podcast where we go out, find you crowdfunding crowdfunding projects, and let (laughs) you know if you should backtrack or sack them. I am KT Data. Obviously, I don't know how to speak at all. Um, and normally, I would introduce you to Drew, but he's taking a long and well-deserved vacation. I don't even think it's long, but a well-deserved vacation. So he should be back next episode. But joining me is a you know person that like can fill the shoes of Drew and one of my favoriteest cousins in the world because my regular cousins don't watch this podcast. Uh, one and only cousin jane how are you doing today i'm good it's been a long day um i was trying to like start off my thing by setting off i i just got this really cool like disco light and i can't find my remote i was gonna set it off as like you were introducing me and i can't find my remote it's, it's because you had it for the rave like last night because you know you're cool like party all night long so you know, you got to find it, but you haven't had your recovery day yet. So, um, but yeah, wow. thank you for filling in for, for Drew. I always appreciate it. And it's always fun to hang out with you too. Cause yeah, like I said, you're, you're one of my favorite cousins. Aww. Yeah. Um, so before first, and so if this is your first time watching the show, first of all, welcome. And if you haven't seen this show before, um, nor, oh, look at that. The party's going yeah. on yet. Yeah. Found mm, it. Yeah. It was under sticky notes. Yeah, see, we, par- we we party like it's 1999. You know, yeah. m- most people don't know what that song is. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Most people don't know what 1999 <laughs> it's, means. It's, it's, it's true. So I, I'll tell you a story. So Russ, um, one of my co-hosts on Double Burst, the Dice Masters podcast we do, his, his little one, Micah, they, they do Christmas in July, so they got white elephant gifts. So he got a VHSC um, video camera <laughs> and his oldest which is who's i think he's 18 now yeah he's 18 and he's like what you have to use tapes with this thing <laughs> i think we actually have one of those at my house oh those like those... it's it's probably sitting in the place where we keep our christmas decorations those, those are like the best though i i mean i love them <laughs> i don't i don't know yeah. why i don't know why other people are like um, no, we should never use those. I'm like, no, those those are awesome, and it has like all the features and stuff that like I swear some of the more expensive cameras don't even have now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's first time for watching the show. First of all, welcome. And then before we go into our projects, we have some bit of news. Our last episode, we actually didn't have a lot of news because it was slow, but now everything's picking up a little bit. Um, this is this is kind of big news. So. Um, back at Kickstarter, so cousin, do you know who Yancey Strickler is? Mm, the writer of this blog. Um, so he is actually the CEO of Kickstarter, one of the three co-founders of the company, and he announced on Kickstarter's blog um, a couple days ago, I guess, yeah, a couple days ago, that he is going to be stepping down as CEO in the next few months once they find a replacement for him. He's been doing this for 12 years. He's actually the last of the three co-founders that had a, you know, day-to-day involvement with the company. Um, And now he's like, it's been 12 years. I'm looking to move on to my next project. Um, So what they're, so what's interesting is that Kickstarter now it's going to be that um, first time that somebody who's going to be a CEO wasn't one of the three founding members of the company. Um, so I'm interested to see where they take that. Cause he's, he's like, you know, during my time here, we've managed to, uh, double the amount of funders we've gotten. Um, and then launch, oh, right here, triple, well, actually tripled the total dollars pledged projects, um, launching Kickstarters in 16 countries and building a team, um, at every level. So he's looking for somebody to take the company past that. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what's going to happen with the company now that, wasn't a founder um, we've seen it go different ways like you, you look at microsoft once bill gates and steve ballmer left the company is now doing less of computers and more software and services type things you know um, yeah and starbucks recently 
Howard Schultz stepped down too. So yeah. So like, how, they're how you, taking a more uh, commercial look at everything. Yeah. So like, how how do you feel about this when like, you know, one the core team that kind of was the heart of the company is no longer there, and you're kind of handing it off. Like, what 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 do you think you can kind of see in the future for Kickstarter in terms of the leadership? Do you think they're going to try to, because they've been always focused on doing a lot of, hey, we want to help the arts, you know, the creative people expand. Do you think they're going to try to go a little bit more where Indiegogo now is, where they have tons of partnerships with different companies? So I feel like that's where it tends to go. Like as uh, It's not always a bad thing, but that's usually what happens when uh, like a main figure steps down. They, they try to step up a little bit more and get a higher, I guess, return. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting with Kickstarter because there's still a public benefit company. So they're sort of still a private thing, but they always designate a portion of their profits they have to donate back to charities and stuff too. Mm-hmm. So it's re- I'm, I'm interested to see because there's not a lot of companies that are listed as that too to see how a CEO is going to take that. Um, and then, so that's our, that's our first piece of news. Our second piece of news. And I'm actually kind of glad you're here for this. <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> yeah. Because, because I'm a woman. Well, yeah. Cause I always feel weird when I do stuff like this and it's just two white and not two white guys, but two guys talking about this. Like, I feel like we're like not subject matter experts. So, but what happened is our next article we have is, there's the new news headline that reads women more successful at crowdfunding than men says studies. So, um, thank it, you studies. Yeah. So, so this was a study done in two, 2015 and 2016 by price waterhouse Cooper. They're one of those like research law firm things. <laughs> um, so what they looked at is, um, 450,000 C crowdfunding campaigns in 205 countries. Um, so they were looking at Indiegogo, Kickstarter, and then um, looking at those. So they the numbers turned out being that um, although that men outnumbered um, women in terms of how many campaigns they launched, um, women had a higher rate of success at reaching the target. So overall, it was um, women got 22% success rate in, in funding projects where men only had 17% in reach, in reaching the success rate. And what they did was, you're like, okay, so maybe that's overall, but what about different regions? They broke it down into different regions, and each of the regions, still women were outperforming men. Um, like, let's see, I think in the U.S. it was 24% for women and then 20% for men. Um, so, that, I mean, that's that's pretty interesting. And they kind of broke it down to one of the reasons, and tell me if this this kind of resonates with you is one of the reasons was the way the projects were presented because Drew and I we always talk about you got to have a video you got to have stuff have people yeah. read it and stuff so they said that female crowdfunders had a more emotional and inclusive language which was more appealing to both female and male backers um and then the what was great is cuz I I see people doing this too um using business language made funding less likely for a pitch. Um, so mm-hmm. that was like that. Um, so like, how do you, how do you feel about this? Is like, do you, do you kind of agree or disagree that that kind of more story like spin is better for a crowdfunding? I, project? Well, I don't know. I know like, cause we're always talking about how you need to, you need to, you need a video, you need better explanations. You need like a prototype or something. And I know my mind, the way that I work is like, I'm a perfectionist. And if I don't have that checklist, I'm not going to release it yet. And I know, and I, I don't want to be stereotypes or anything. Um, but I know me personally, if I don't have all those things, I'm not going to release the content. And I know a lot of, and I've seen a lot of, uh, <laughs> a lot of projects that are just like, all right, I have an idea. I'm going to type a quick thing. I'm going to put maybe a picture, but probably not. I'm not going to, it's not even going to be what I'm, what I'm actually doing a project over. I'll put it up there just to get it out there. And of course that's going to fail. Um, but that's not every, 
every project that every male person does. Um, I don't know. I mean, I can see why emotional appeal might help. Like so, like, I, I can only speak from my own experience, yeah. though. Yeah. So, so let let's imagine that you're going to actually do a crowdfunding project. Mm-hmm. Would you put more focus into like just throwing up all the? Say you're making a a widget or something like an electronic widget that's going to change the world because widgets are sexy, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, would you be more focused on putting like the different stats for the widget, or would you be more? focused on making a story on why you created that widget and why that widget can could help um whoever wants to back it like where, well, where would mean, you put more attention to i know like if i'm looking at something on amazon i want to make sure that it does what i want it to do so i want it to do that and then of course i'll want to have if i see something i and i'm speaking from a, a buyer's standpoint which you asked me from the seller's but um, I don't know. Like I, if I do what I want to see, so I want to see, I want to make sure it does what I want it to do. And then I want it to introduce something that they didn't think of that. I, I don't know. So let's say I'm doing that vortex de- like thaw machine that I did ordered. You, from did you ever get that by the way? No, I don't have it yet. I ordered that Kickstarter thing from like four years ago, and I still don't have it. But they're they're kind of are they're they kind s- of are they at least still me. updating you? Yes, <laughs> that's, they that's, are. Okay. That's at least a good thing. <laughs> so that's really nice of them, and it's really cool. Like I want to see, I want to make sure that it's doing what I want it to do. I want it to have like a catchy name. I want it to look attractive, and I think I don't know, but that's the thing. Like. It's it's twenty four against seventeen from a hundred percent. That's of course like to me, I'm looking at that and I'm like, we need higher success rates oh, for both of that, them. That's the marketer in you now kicking in. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's me as a business person looking at it. Uh, I don't know, like I I they they talk about how it's um, greater openness to gender equality, but. Like females more appeal to female and male backers. I want to see like who is buying the male stuff. Like so, that's the interesting thing is actually in the article they break it down and they say the advantage that actually women have in crowdfunding is in crowdfunding there's not that bias. So say you had that widget, you made a company, you went to go pitch it at a venture capitalist to get seed funding and stuff from them. It is a majority of it is male dominated and it tends to lean that way. Where on crowd, on Kickstarter and on these crowdfunding sites, um, gender is less of an issue for people. So like guys will, you know, it, they, they you know, they'll be more likely to back a female back led project um, without it thinking also, twice about it. Because like I don't think about it. Is like are these project leads males or females? Um, well, I I mean, there's gotta be stuff that males are putting out there that females are just not going to buy. Like something that's like a, a tool. Like I and of course it's stereotype. Some sort of tool that's like a screwdriver and saw in one. Like when is a female really going to use that? There's a very small demographic of women who would use a screwdriver slash saw. And I don't think anybody should ever use a screwdriver saw. But <laughs> speaking, just speaking, um, that guys have different ideas for different things in their life. Women have different ideas for what they see in their lives. And it's, I mean, it's cross that they'll cross occasionally. I just, I don't know what I, I don't know. I have my ideas of what I feel about this article and I don't think it's popular. <laughs> so I'm probably not a good person to ask. Uh, well, unless you want to have a really like long conversation, long, about long it. conversation. But I, I, I think the, point is when you are creating your pro- projects and stuff especially if you're a project creator it's probably good to get samples from everywhere and get input from everywhere and then you know i'm a- i'm all about the ladies doing all the things so yeah <laughs> yeah i mean more power to the yeah. ladies yeah. i think it should be higher higher success rates from both 
that that's what yeah. I want. Yeah. Okay. All right. So before we go into our big projects, um, we'll, we'll we'll do our kick shouts, and we actually have three kick shouts, which is very unusual yeah. for me. Um, and so these are our Twitter link shout outs. If you ever want your project to be featured on the kick shouts, just shoot us an email or tweet us. Um, you can shoot it. Our email is uh, kickcast at ktdata.net. Twitter is at kickcast or at ktdata or at night 20. It will get to us all the way. Um, yeah, don't do it to me because I'll just look at it. She'll be like, hmm. <laughs> unless it's like I'm a some, guest. Unless it's some cool like video game related thing, right? Yeah, or uh, food. Ooh, food. Yeah, food. Um, okay, so this first one might actually be my good one. You don't have a wine cooler in your apartment, right? No. <laughs> I barely have a fridge in my apartment. Um, so this actually might be important because your fridge isn't that big. So um, the first one is called the Pronto Bev, and it chills beverages in 30 seconds. So it's Pretty the, cool. It's, these, it's normally designed for wine, but you can actually cool your spirits and your drinks and stuff. Um, check them out on Indiegogo. It's your milk. Pr- yeah, it's uh, called Pronto Bev, P R O N T O B E V. Um, check it out; it looks pretty cool, and I know I it run, is super cool. I, I, I run into this issue all the time. Um, our next one is the E Skin Smart Apparel. So I actually saw this at CES. It's actually pretty cool. It's a shirt that you wear that has sensors on it, um, and it can detect your motion and help enhance say your vr and stuff so the example they had shown at ces was some guy was wearing it and they had linked it up to an app that analyzed his golf swing so as he was uh doing his swing it would actually analyze what he could improve and give him all the information and stuff um but they this is a fully this is one of those developer type things so you could get one of these and like program it into your vr game and other stuff like that um and that is the e-skin and you can find that on kickstarter and our lot are, um, yeah, like, it's super cool. I, I can't it, wait to see somebody develop something for it. We have, I mean, we've here in Texas, uh, in Dallas, we have the Perot Museum. And downstairs, they have, like, a little sporting area where you can, they, instead of it being VR, you're actually being recorded. And then you'll do, like, a football throw. You'll do a golf swing, a hockey hit, or whatever. And then they'll record you, and then they'll put you up next to a professional. And you can, like, see it slowed down and see, like, where you are similar, where you are different. I think this is cool, especially if they, like, put you up against, like, yeah. a professional yeah. hockey player. Like, it, like that would Tiger be so Woods. cool. You know, you have Tiger Woods wear it once, and then you wear it, and you can, like, get a one-to-one comparison. Yeah. yeah that's super cool. Um, and so our last kick shout is... I think it's cool. She's already hit her goal, but I think everybody should go donate to her. Um, her goal is thirty six dollars. Yeah, it dingo dollars too. It's not even. <laughs> I know. <laughs> to us, it was thirty six dollars. Yeah. Um. So Eden, she's in grade eight in Australia. She's doing framed, hand drawn family portraits, and this is actually part of a school project where a bank is actually giving her twenty dollars and taking a dollar in interest back to run a business for about three weeks. So, and what she's doing is she's going to do hand-drawn portraits for whoever backs her and frame them and then send them to you. I think everybody should back this. This is, this is awesome. Oh. Again, that's that's back to, you know, I, I, I always like to encourage kids to do stuff. So that is a, that's a cool one. All right. Does she send it to you in the frame? Yes. Frame and all. Gosh, so like. It's $12. Yeah. I, I, I think she underestimated the shipping to the U.S., <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, August. It's August. <laughs> well, well, shipping it to the US from Australia is expensive, yeah. especially yeah. with a frame. Um She said anywhere in the world. Yeah, cuz I, I do want to take advantage of it though. I'm sorry. <laughs> I know. I'll give you my money. I, I feel like I might have to kick her some extra money for that. I know. But, but cuz like I think I've sent like dice over mm-hmm. to Australia before and it was already like 16 bucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's cool all right so now on to our three main projects um cousin i think you'll like this too because you like them vidya games right I um i was playing a vidya game today see yeah so you <laughs> have you you have your super nintendo controller there um, i also have my right. xbox some yeah i got there. i got my 360 controller over here um, i got this stupid thing right here you know i got my p yeah. i got my psvr my PS- over there Four is over there. I, I like 
we have controllers laying around yeah, everywhere, right? They're everywhere. So our, this room is full of them. Yeah, our, and my mouse. Yeah. Oh, I have like I have tons of keyboards too. Like, oh. like does Walnut have like a gazillion keyboards like I do too? No. Um. No, he just has one. Yeah. Like I have tons of keyboards everywhere because I'm so picky about my input devices. Um. So I have three. Yeah. I have three. Yeah. Just See. <laughs> See, this is why we're family. We just <laughs> controllers everywhere. I mean, I even have a, con- a controller for my smartphone. But, oh, like, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Because um, I'm crazy like that. I have two for this PC and one. Well, I guess it's built in, so I wouldn't call that a, con- a laptop. Yeah, so this, our first project of the night is called um, All Controller, and I think this may solve our problem. It is a universal and fully customizable um, controller that actually pairs with every they've claimed it pairs with iOS, Android, Mac, Linux, PC, and Xbox 360 or Xbox and uh, PS4. Like, so it's this little controller and it's it looks like an Xbox, but it has the PS4 button layout. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is cool. And then it has the paddles. Like, have you ever used a paddle controller? Uh, what's like that? the Xbox Elite controller, so they're like $150 controller, uses paddles, and some of the, like, the pro controllers uses paddles on them. I have um, Xbox. I have the, the new Xbox controller. I don't know what so, the paddle is. So, so you look on here, you see the buttons right here. So the paddles are actually just little buttons that are like long paddles that you can tap on the bottom of them. I um, might. All I can see is the top of it right yeah. now. Those are those paddles are actually super nice because you can actually get better responses in like some of the games like first person shooters and stuff. Um, so this actually has USB Bluetooth um, and it can pair to a wireless dongle has a 40 hour charge on it. Um, and like you can program macros into it. Um, you can put in uh, different button mappings, however you want. So it's like fully customizable and what's, even cooler about it is you're like, okay, so that's cool for all the games that I need a gamepad or have gamepad support on it. But what about, you know, games that don't, you know, were built around a keyboard or mouse? This actually has a mode where it actually has drivers for a keyboard or mouse. So you can actually program it so the buttons will act like specific keys on the keyboard and your mouse with the joysticks <laughs> and stuff. Um, I really so like if you're it. you're playing like a MMORPG or something? Yeah, or like some of the older games, like you know, Castle Wolfenstein stuff. Controllers oh. weren't a thing. You know, you'd have to yeah, use your keyboard I used or mouse. my joystick. Um, so that that's that's what's what what's super cool about it is it compared to all of this. Um, and on top of that, you can do the three six the three sixty, the Xbox One, the PS four, and the PS three. If you plug in this dongle adapter right here, um, and it'll work. And I think they're working for they're looking at the Wii, Wii U, and the Switch to see if that can be added later. Um, and it, and it works with your phone too. So like you can literally use this in any different configuration. And I really like the screen on it. Cause did you ever play, use the dreamcast back in the day? I didn't. So the dreamcast had a screen on its controller, um, that you could program and do stuff. This kind of has that too. So you actually have a screen on there that you can navigate through and you can either pair it or change all the statuses. It gives you the battery charge, which I really love. Um, because what's bad is when I play on my Xbox and my PlayStation four, like sometimes I'm like, I wonder how much battery I have left. And I have to always search cause they're always in different spots for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. and like, it's a full color screen too. So it's not like a cheap screen. Um, and I just like, I love the whole idea of this and they actually have a, so this is cool too. You can adjust your dead zones. So if you're playing a fighter or a shooter and you want more, a more responsive joystick, you can change that. You can even change the joystick sensitivity on it so you don't have to do it in-game. Um, and, like, it, they've designed it so it can run on pretty much everything. And, you know, it sounds a little too good to be true, right? Um, they actually have a working prototype now, and the money they're raising now is to actually refine it a little, a bit more. So as you watch the video, they're actually using the prototype, and they're like, it's gonna, the final version is going to look a lot better because we we're going to take that money and make it even better from what we have as a prototype. So cousin, does mm-hmm. this sound like something you would want to use? I think so. I mean, we use enough controllers and like there's, I don't, I don't, 
this wouldn't work with my Super Nintendo, right? This would work with ROM, <laughs> right? Uh, this was, so yeah, it wouldn't work on the Super Nintendo. But if you were emulating your Super Nintendo on your yeah. computer, you could. Or yeah, you- and I don't do that. So um, I mean, Super Nintendo. I'd want to keep my controllers because that's how I remember the games. Um, but yeah, there's like moments when. Like, I want to play, what, like, Octodad or something, like, I don't know, some just game on my PC, and then I can just go over to my PlayStation and, like, control Netflix or something. Yeah, you can totally do that, and you don't, you just do it on the screen so you don't have to go press, like, that is the one thing I hate about current controllers is to pair stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I the PlayStation 4, I think, is so dumb, is you have to plug in a USB cable from the controller into the console for it to pair. There's no yeah. buttons or anything. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> yeah. But that's why I actually like this, because you can switch around everything. And you don't have to worry about... Yeah. Well, you do have to repair, but it's all on the controller, so you don't have to go press all the buttons and stuff everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love how you can customize it, because I've always wanted a customizable controller. Um, I, I mean, I like the PlayStation 4 controller and the Xbox controller, but you know, part of me is like, I want... I, you see all these pro players using their, like, different versions of it and stuff I'm like i kind of want to do that um so i i really i, I love this idea and they're desi- they're planning on may 8th um would you pay uh 52 dollars for a wired one or 64 for a wireless one i would go in and get the wireless one like i don't i don't see a point in getting a wired one yeah I, and it's not that bad of a price i mean these controllers right here already are fifty dollars themselves. When you go buy, yeah, Unless- anything that reduces space. Our apartment is so tiny. Like I love the idea of the universal remotes. It just makes sense. And I also have my Amazon uh, Echo, and that will that will control my lights. And I'm trying to like convert all of my lights over oh, to somebody's it. Somebody's getting Philips hues everywhere. I, well, I only have two hues, and then Fancy. I have one that I got today. Miss Fancy over there. Now I can turn it to like purple now. I got it today and I'm trying to get a second one, but they're $50 a bulb, so it really stinks. Yeah. Um, but it's cool because like you can control everything from one device and that makes so much sense. Like it helps with like you don't have to have like, I don't know, what is it? Like we have one, two, three, four. And let's count our phones and like our mouse. So that, let's say like yeah. eight batteries. So they even have a. Cl- and this one. Yeah, this one actually chargeable. comes with a phone clip too, so you can actually put your phone on top of the thing and and have the controller, and then yeah. you pretty much have a handheld and you're playing on your phone. I I mean, I love everything about this. I'm probably gonna have to back it. And knowing me, I'll probably have to back it with all the goodies on it. So. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> um. So is this a backtrack or sack for you? I would say it's a back. I feel like if they if they want to sell it, and this is just the marketer and me saying, change up the interface. It really looks like it looks like somebody. It in looks China. like a programmer made it. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> it looks like the off brand of something that's currently out, and I know yeah. it's not out. But yeah. And so what they're doing is, I think there's going to be an option because right now, if you look at the button layout. It's set for a PlayStation 4, but I think you can actually pick an Xbox configuration too if you wanted to. Uh, the layout and buttons. I and I, I I love this. I love the battery life. It's they say they claim that it's 40 hours. If it is anywhere close to 40 hours, I probably would be using this for all my play. Like I love the PlayStation. Is that 4 40 con- continuously used hours? I think so. Yeah, I think so because you you turn it off if you're not playing it. Um, yeah, but if you're using it for everything, um, yeah, I don't. It just depends on how much you use it. Yeah, um, so like I would, I would definitely use it because I love the PlayStation Four controller, but the battery life on the PlayStation Four controller sucks. Yes, we're always having to charge ours. Like, yeah, I, I keep a USB cable right here because I'm like, oh, now I got to plug it in again. So if it was alone for that, I might just pick it up for that because the I. I don't know how they're getting this pricing because it's their supreme it's, package is a hundred. So looks like they're doing. If you're not an early bird, it's 120 US dollars, which is about the price of an Xbox Elite controller, and it only can work on the Xbox. So it's like yeah, uh, yeah. Um, so yeah, this one is definitely a back for me. So all right, 
on to our next project. And this is the one that you brought, cousin. Um, yeah, I think this is near and dear to my heart. Both of us spend a lot of time in chairs, right? Yes. And I, well, yeah, my first job was in a chair. I was like in a call center. My second job was at Starbucks. And then uh, whenever I switched to my new store, they got rid of like the ergonomic mats for us to. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I don't she think... just threw them away. Why? They're expensive I'm like, too. that is against, that's against like every health code. <laughs> so I like, I told her, I'm like, you have to bring these back. Like these people are going to have to go to the, like go to the doctor. Um, I mean, I mean, I was... I'm standing on one right now at my standing desk. Yeah, and I have one in my kitchen, too, and Jesse got one because he has a standing desk. So anyway, I have back problems. I have a crooked spine. Like, if you look at the image, um, we're talking about the Spine Pro on Kickstarter, and it's a um, a custom-fit back support. So you can actually stick this on any type of chair, whether it's a car or, I mean, you've heard of things like this before. It's, like, pretty much this mesh material and they you can stick it on your lumbar or whatever um but if you look at that logo of that spine that's exactly what my spine does <laughs> i have an s-shaped curve on my spine so i'm constantly having um pinched uh what are they called pinched uh, the uh pinched discs yeah bulge Bulge discs, pinched discs, uh, pinched nerves, and herniated discs. So, yeah, herniated is when your disc starts coming out. Pinched is, like, the other side of it. So, like, there's the pinch and then the herniated disc. So, um, this is uh, a customizable. Most of the time, you can only buy, like, one shape to put in your back. This one is customizable and covers the entire support right here. So, like, there's a picture of a guy who's yeah, sitting in a chair. You, you see it right here where there's, like, a knob that you can turn and it changes yeah. the curve. Yeah. And so it'll, it'll, uh, it, it kind of even has, like, a little guide. So if you have a more severe back issues, you can put it a certain distance. And um, It's kind of like, you know those shoe sizers? Uh, you go yeah, to, like, the, the, the shoe, shoe measure store. dealies. Yeah, it's kind of like one of those. So you like put your shoe in, but it's actually yeah. It looks. Speaking of uh, bulging discs and pinched nerves, look at that. Yeah, that's what's happening in your back right now, cousin. Yeah, that's what's happening. I'm. <laughs> I always have issues with my back. Um, so this is cool. It, it kind of looks like uh, like a funny shape or something. But um, what's cool about this is that it fits to your back, but it also fits to the chair that you're sitting on too. So they sell four, like if you want to buy four, but you can take this wherever you're going to be sitting. I'm it lazy. has like a carrying strap. You, you'll look totally awesome whenever you're walking around with like an onion-shaped thing. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, they, they should make one like that, uh, that looks like an unpeeled onion. So you're just car- carrying Just an onion? Yeah. Maybe they'll make covers for them. <laughs> Uh, but no, yeah, I, I like this because I have terrible back pain. It's like my yeah. biggest problem in the morning is I can't get up because my back is just hurting so yeah. bad. Because, um, yeah, I suck. <laughs> yeah, and we try to go to the gym to fix it, and we're not always going to the gym. So Yeah, so we got we to gotta let other stuff do it. So I'm guessing this is a back for you? Yeah, it's. I mean, I, it'd be nice if it would just fix my back. But yeah, so on some days I'm like, can't we live in a world where my just you know like a robot, my whole back just is replaced yeah, with a new part? I'll I'll become Wolverine just so <laughs> my back can be replaced. Yeah, because it's going to be what is it, 115 dollars ish? Oh, re- uh, well, retail is going to be 160 dollars. Yeah. Um, but if you have back pain, it is worth it. Like I know way too many people who have back problems. And it's Rev. I don't think you have anything on Russ, man. Dudes like in constant back pain all the time. <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. yeah, this this one is definitely a back because it, it's weird. Because you know when you're young, you're like, yeah, that's never gonna be a problem for me. And then you're like, oh dear. Always been a problem for me. <laughs> oh dear. Um, <sighs> so I'm not looking forward to like 
age and and it, it sucks because like I catch myself sitting like this because I'm trying Which to like bad. make up. Yeah. I'm trying to make up for the fact that my back is shaped wrong because if I sit like this, it hurts. Like, I'm sitting right, but it hurts. Yeah. So this will help with that little little bit, and they call it the void, and that void is where it hurts you because your back is making you sit like this when you should be sitting like this. So it helps with that. Yeah, definitely. So that is the Spine Pro. All right, so our last project tonight, this one was voted by you guys. Um, I, I don't Wonder know, why. I don't know if you're going to take it the right way or the wrong way, cousin. Because um, it could go either way. Uh, but uh, So both you and I, we, we are internet streamers, video yeah. fanatics, right? We're always looking to film and stuff. Um, and I know you started doing the vlogging stuff. I started doing it too. And like, so you're just using your phone, right? Uh, my recent ones or my old ones? Your recent ones. Even your old ones. Were you just using well, your my phone? My old ones, I was using... Were you using like a flip cam or a whatever? Yeah, I used a flip cam if I was out and about. But if I was at my desk, I would just use my actual camera. Yeah. See, the the stuff that sucks about that is like, you, you, you know, when you're out and about, you're just carrying all the stuff. And you, yeah. know, you, you have the permanent selfie view because your, your hand's always like, out. hey, guys. And I don't want a selfie stick, but my mom always wants me to use one. Because <laughs> insert a- Asian joke here. Um, yes. So... Or, or this may solve a problem. Um, it is called the FOMO camera, and it is a wearable and customizable camera. So it's a button. It, it's a camera that looks like a button that you just wear on your a shirt. Um, and so that's the cool part about it is like most cameras, when you wear it, you know you're wearing a camera, right? This yeah. actually, they actually allow you to design what's on the front of the camera face. So this looks like it has a smiley face for this one. But they have different designs and stuff that you can put, and you can see the cameras right in the middle, and you can, uh, you it's know, not like a chunky GoPro. Yeah, you have different colors and stuff on it, so they come with a bunch of customers. Like, look at the Pokeball. Captain. <laughs> <laughs> um, or the Captain America. Um, but what's cool about it is you just turn it on, so you hold it for two seconds, and then you. Um, press it after you turn it on, it starts recording to stop. You just hit it again. Um, it's pretty straightforward. You don't have to worry about focusing and stuff. Um, and it actually looks pretty neat. Cause like when you see the initial pictures, it looks like a button, right? Until they show you the back you're like, Oh, that's what the camera looks like. Um, mm-hmm. and it shoots 1080p. It has a 70 degree angle. If I remember right, I gotta come down to their stats cause their stats are all at the bottom. Um, that was my only problem with this. I'm like, where are the camera stats? And I had to yeah. go through all of this. Where are they? I'm glad that they show the quality on here because not a lot of times yeah. they'll do that. They'll show you the button too. So it's 40 grams and then it's the size of a condom apparently <laughs> or two double A's. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's 30 frames per second. So you can't slow-mo is probably not the greatest, um, but 1080p um, resolution. It has a built-in mic. Um, and it has a 70 degree angle and two hours max recording. Um, and you can upgrade the memory up to 32 gigs, which is pretty cool. I really like it. The, uh, I'm assuming these are the pictures that you've gotten or the videos from it and they look pretty good. Yeah. The, the fast, I mean, it looks like they drop, they lose a lot of frames when you're moving quickly, but it's not bad for, yeah. Like here's a golf swing. Or somebody just yeah. put it down and it's filming his golf swing. And it looks pretty good. It'd be uh, pretty cool for Twitch and Kitchen. Like, so I really like this idea. Cousin, is, would you want to get one of these? It's cool. Like, I, they, uh, who is it? Logitech, was it Logitech came out with a camera, a wearable camera that you could, like, snap on your backpack or something? Um, yeah, there's a couple of them, like Lock, Luxie. There's a company called Luxie that you kind of wear it over your ear and it, yeah, uh, it's L O X I E, but it's like two hundred dollars. Yeah, this was the BMO Logitech's BMO, yeah. not BMO from like Adventure Time, which would be awesome. Yeah, but BMO. But like uh, most of these, when you're wearing the camera, everybody knows you have the camera, right? Yeah, and that that's always a problem too. When I'm vlogging, I'm holding out this giant DSLR, <laughs> and everybody well, looks at you weird. 
What what is it gonna look like when you're selfie mode? Well, you're just holding up a button. Or you or you could just wear it and then I feel like that's gonna look a little awkward. And, well you don't it's have to cool. Well, you don't have, well that you don't have to selfie it. You can just wear it around and you know, they'll have your point of view. Yeah. And then they'll be just like, why is he talking to his Overwatch button? Or I'll have somebody walking in front of me backwards. Yeah. Oh. With like a thing on their that, that, That's what we got to do. If this if this was going to deliver before October, we could have gotten a two pack. So you wear one and I'll wear one and we'll just like film each other. Yeah. <laughs> and we just like constantly do circles. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I think it was great. Um, and like it's actually a pretty good price. Um if you're an early backer, which is only 300 it's $40. Yeah. That's actually not a bad price. Um the Kickstarter discount is $50. It looks like they're going to sell this for $70 when it's out. So actually it comes out with that, comes with the 16 memory gig memory card and the micro USB charging cable. Um So is this a back tracker sack for you, cousin? Probably a back. I'm I'm thinking about it. Yeah, this this one's definitely a back. I'm probably gonna get one. And what I should do is get one, and then we'll film an episode of Kickcast, and I'll wear it, and then everybody can see all the shenanigans I'm doing while I'm <laughs> doing a show. Yeah, and then I could wear one while I'm streaming, so everyone can see the mess that surrounds me all oh, the time. Oh, wait until you see the mess on mine. This is why yes, we're related, you guys. Think this looks messy. <laughs> Check out what I'm looking at. <laughs> It's actually not that bad. This is this is why cousin and I are related to each other. <laughs> we we hide everything out yeah. of cam view. Yep. Okay, so this is so we have one more so we now it's time for our sack of the week. <laughs> cousin, so excited about this one. I know you have zero use for this website because you're married, happily married. Hey, who knows? <laughs> Maybe I'll need it. Or especially with how this one's being marketed. <laughs> Actually, I thought about it. You and Walnut could sign up and just, <laughs> even though you're like, find each other. Yeah, even though you're like 10 feet away from each other, you'll use this website to connect with each other. Yeah, exactly. What was that song, the If You Like Pina Coladas song? Uh, yes. Uh, uh, Margaritaville, dude. Um, Jimmy yeah, Buffett. Yeah, Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett. I don't remember what the actual song's called. I just know, I like Pina Coladas, something, something, something. Yeah, I don't know. I just hear it when I go to Margaritaville. Okay, you know what the song's about? Not really. I just thought it was about pina coladas. It's about a a married couple, and they grow tired of each other, so they put ads in the paper to find a mate, and they end up finding each other's ads and meeting and realizing that they've had like the same likes this whole time. They just never shared it. (laughs) They ended up becoming soul soulmates. Aww. Can I get a larger of nachos, please? <laughs> anyway, maybe we'll do that on this. Awesome. Yeah. So this is our sack of the week. It is called Sexy Dating Site. Yeah. It is a dating site with a sexy twist because you do online dating, except you are naked. Is it, um, is it called Admin Eve? Uh, yeah. That's what it looks like to me. Admin Eve. Admin Eve, yeah. <laughs> Adam and Eve. But yeah, I won't go to the site because this is a kid-friendly show. But uh, yeah. Um, so it's like Adam Eve is a new dating website that takes online dating to a new level. I'll tell you, I went to go look at the front page and it looks like it was a GeoCities website. <laughs> Yay, GeoCities. Let's bring that back. Can I get a Kickstarter for that? Um, And then this is what's stupid is you look at it. So short summary, naked selfies plus sunglasses plus dating equals super fun dating site. (laughs) What we need and what you get. We are looking for funding and for promotion. Risks and challenges. We are a small startup. We don't have any cash to burn. Promotion will be a challenge. Other ways you can help. Currently, the site is still in development. We are looking for people who are willing to sign up to the site before we go into beta. <laughs> sure. Yeah, of course. You just want people to send you naked pictures of yourself. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and what's dumb <laughs> is they have a beta for the site, 
because I, I, I'm not even going to try to go to their main URL, no. but uh, apparently you have to go to this acumaxtechnologies.com forward slash dating dev forward slash hashtag login. Yeah. <laughs> but like, they didn't even try. They, they MS painted this picture <laughs> on their project. Yeah. Like, so one, this website seems already weird, but two, the implementation of this crowdfunding website or of this project is just bad. They're looking for $5,000. Notice there are no rewards at all. Like I know. you're just giving them money. They don't really have a good like plan on what they're doing with the website. They just have this idea that I feel like two bros came up together while drinking way too much tequila. Yeah. I could totally see this being a bar conversation and be like, dude, we should have a dating app. But instead of all the girls wearing clothes, they should all be naked. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man, we should start this. <sighs> and we live in Vancouver, Canada. Bro, that's gonna that's be that's gonna be a hit, all bro. The information I have yeah, yeah. Let's do this, bro. How much do you think we need to make a website like that? Uh, at least probably five thousand dollars. Yeah. 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 All right, uh, let's do it right now. What are we gonna use an image? I don't know. I, I got it. Draw an apple, cause get it, Adam and Eve, Garden and Eden. Yeah, and then just put sunglasses <laughs> yeah. on, man. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy. Um, I mean, I could see how in the moment this seems like an awesome idea. You're gonna have to market it. Yeah, you- there's already like a gazillion websites out there. Um, yeah. And DMX mentioned Ashley Madison. They just barely got over a giant hacking scandal where their people's information yeah. was like, you don't mention anything on your site on how secure it's going to be. So are we going to like, you know, cause if you're putting yeah. up naked pictures of yourself, you want to know that only where, the people you want to see the going? naked pictures are going. So like, yeah, I just and like $5,000 for a website is not enough. <laughs> Plus how are you going to stop? Like, Kids under 18. Yeah, like, it. you can't just put one-sentence answers to stuff. This is not high school where your teacher gives you... Please don't let this be for high school. Uh, uh, sir. That's a lot of lawsuits waiting to happen. <laughs> oh, like, yeah, this is, this is why it's a sack. There's no video. You don't have a good long-term plan. I don't think your goal is realistic. Making a When website, did they create this? Uh... An update four days ago. Like four days ago. Um, I don't know. They have about a month left, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah, like this. This is why it's our sack of the week. Is just like, if you want to see what not to do for a crowdfunding project, look at this, and then don't do any of it. Like ignore. Imagine they're trying to sell widgets. It's still like it's not a good implementation. Of this. I don't know why I have an obsession Maybe with Maybe they're trying widgets. to sell apples with sunglasses. It's still not good. <laughs> I'm going to start a Kickstarter now where I make custom gourmet apples that have sunglasses on them. They all with, eat them. I, with icing. Um, no. Wait, what? I'm going to have to... Uh, the, put icing on apples? Yeah, I'm going to. It's going to be like gourmet caramel apples icing. I can do dueling. caramel apples, but... Icing. Well, maybe I'll dye the caramel black. Okay. Is this a good time to tell everybody that cousin and I do a show about food? (laughs) (laughs) And there's cooking involved, and you can probably tell which one of us is the cooking expert. (laughs) Yeah, it's him. (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna kickstart a widget spinner. (laughs) Okay, do that. Yeah, your widget spinner. I don't know. I don't know why I thought of widgets. Everybody who lives in the corporate world understands that so much. Um, <laughs> but so that is our sack of week. And unfortunately, that is the end of this episode. Cousin, um, awesome internet content creator extraordinaire. Like, if you, you know, if you want to see some cool stuff, it's always cousin. So, cousin, what do you want to plug? I know you just barely had book club. And I, yeah, I've been sucking just at making book club. it. Like, just join book club. Like, I purposely try to time it so I can get some of the show stuff ready during book club so I can be in book club. But then yeah. I end up walking into my house. Doesn't 10, always work out. I always end up walking into my house 10 minutes before I need to start recording. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, give, give yeah. everybody, give everybody a plug on where they can find you and all the cool stuff. 
Um, Book Club is actually now on Twitter, so you can follow us at Jane TV Book Club. Um, you can also search for Jane's Coffee Table Book Club on Facebook. Um, and then we're also on the Twitch app, which was formerly known as Curse. So, um, but yeah, we read a 350 page book or less, less pages each month. Last month we read the, the third of the Paper Magician series called The Master Magician. This month is Mystery and Suspense Month, so we're reading a book called The Halo Effect. So today's the first day that we're reading it, so if you start now, you won't be behind. Um, and the book, I think, is exactly 350 pages. So. Ooh, fancy. It's what? super fun. It's all virtual, so you read your book, and technically you can have a paperback book I read for my Kindle. Um, but yeah, we meet the first Tuesday of every month on my Twitch channel, which is Jane underscore DS. We, yeah, and check out her cooking and stuff um, because she doesn't burn the kitchen or food. Sometimes I do. It's all edible, though. At the Sometimes end. we have to open our doors. <laughs> yeah. Fun. Um, yeah. This is the fun part. Yeah. Cousin, thank you so much. Oh, yeah. And another thing is if you're watching live, um, Cousin and I are going to nail down an exact date, but for our food podcast, we're going to actually meet up and in Texas, and Cousin is going to proceed to look at me in shame as I eat all the deep-fried foods. I'm going to eat them, too. They've, uh, they've got some fun <laughs> stuff going down at the State Fair this year. Yeah, so if you're in the Texas area, keep an eye out on uh, at Jane TV and at KT Data, and we'll tweet out the meet-up dates and stuff on the cool stuff and what's the surprising part is we'll actually finally meet in the real space i know it's gonna be it's weird. weird yeah there won't be a piece of glass yeah I, I feel like i'm gonna have to like when i talk to you i'm gonna have to hold up my phone and talk to you through skype even though I know. Like we'll through. talk to each other through our cameras <laughs> so it's not so foreign yep. <laughs> <laughs> so all right cousin thank you so much for filling in for drew um i always have a blast i mean that's that's why i love doing the food show um, is you're just a blast to hang out with, and all of you guys should hang out with her too online. Uh, yeah. All right. So, our if you guys want to watch live, because I know there's a couple people watching live. Our next episode, and Drew should be back then, is uh, August fifteenth, twenty twenty seventeen, and I think he's like almost ready for school to come back into session. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah, that's when. Um... That's when my brother or my nephew starts school. Yeah. So, um, and then, so if you guys want to see the links to the projects and stuff, say we went too fast. If you want to go back, sexy dating site, um, yeah, you can always find, check out. <laughs> you can always find that at kickcast.net. And of course you can always shoot us an email. If you have a sack of the week, um, a project you want us to feature or a kick shout, we take all of it. Just shoot us, shoot, shoot me an email, kickcast at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash kickcast. And of course, on Twitter, at night20 with, uh, for Drew with a K, at ktdata for myself, or at kickcast for the show. We'll see it somehow. Um, thank you, everybody in the chat room, for listening, and we'll see all of you guys in two weeks. Bye.